0: Hey guys, the show is about ready to start, but really quick, I wanted to grab your attention, tell you to have a pencil and paper ready. I have some very important information you're going to want to stick around for after the show regarding updated contact information, websites, and more. Everything's changed. Holy cow. What do I mean? Everything's ready to start. I gotta run. Stick around after the show, and I'll get you filled in. Welcome to this podcast. Get ready. Here we go. G-O-S-T Radio proudly presents Random Illusions, the podcast where the occult community goes for its listening pleasure. I'm your host, Shasta Ray. Grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, or grab a glass of wine at the end of a long day if that's what you want to do. Kick back, settle in, and hang out with me for just a little bit while we chat it up about magic. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four. We've made it a month into this podcast. What do you think? Time's just flying, isn't it? I am joined in the studio once again by my giant dog, Rex. He just finished a few cookies, and we had a really wonderful walk today. It was almost 70 degrees, so we got out and enjoyed that sunshine. And I am also joined in the studio by a handful of crystals that my friend Jamie sent to me. Why? Stick around. You'll find out in just a little bit. But do you hear that music? Do you hear that? Do you know what that means? It means it's time for our first news flash. I actually have news for you guys. So, um, first and foremost, if you've been listening to some of my episodes, maybe you've noticed that I have a little segment at the very end after the show. My host site, Buzzsprout, has just recently added that on to uh, the host package. I can record a message that appears at the end of every episode, and I can swap it out as necessary. So if you stick around after the show, every show, it doesn't matter which one, it'll always be the same, and then I'll change it. That's where I'm going to have messages, announcements, reminders. You're also going to have all the different ways you can listen to the podcast and and my social media that I'm on, uh, all the contact stuff and the email address. So make sure you always stick around after the show. Also, here again, Random Illusions podcast is one month old, and we have had 300 downloads so far. We've been listened to In all six continents around the globe, this is represented by 79 cities in 23 different countries around the world. So here again, thank you so much to all of you for making this possible. Every time I see those numbers go up, I get jazzed to do a new episode and more ideas flood in for me, and it's almost hard to keep up with them sometimes. So thanks a bunch. So also part of this news and our new segment, Listener Mailbag as well as results of listener challenges and experiments, we have some money magic happening with our group experiment. Already we're starting to hear some results. This is really cool. I'm super jazzed. So um, just as a side note, I have been doing some money magic just for this podcast for all the listeners. And in case you missed it, I am trying to manifest... Any kind of unexpected and surprise sources of money, no matter how big or how small that may be. So we're talking about rebates, major discounts that you weren't expecting, maybe uh, refunds, money found on the ground, gifts, gift cards, winnings from games that you can purchase at any kind of gas station. So like your lottery, your scratch tickets, that sort of thing. Not major gambling, Uh, Just anything you can pick up at a a gas station or a convenience store. And I have also added a boost for anyone that's a listener of this podcast. If you're doing money magic on your own, the money magic is going to include extra energy and extra oomph for your personal magical uh, money workings. So that's what I'm doing for that. And on a personal note, since it has been very cold, I have not walked the giant dog as much. Last week, we found 14 cents on walks, which is more than I normally find, especially when I only took a couple of walks with him. So that was a little on the unusual side. And I also had a pretty incredible discount on some purchases that I made that I was not expecting. My business partner, Kelly, if you'll remember me talking about her, she doesn't really practice magic. She supports my efforts. She finds it interesting, but she doesn't really practice occult magic, so to speak. However, she has been listening to the podcast and has been an avid supporter, and she's been noticing some odd things lately. She purchased some computer equipment and ended up paying less than half what she expected to pay, so that was a big triumph for her. Our business, we don't get tips. It's not a type of business where we get tips. However, she had two days in a row, one customer was so impressed with her customer uh, service skills, he tipped her 10 bucks. And then the next day another customer was really thankful for all of her help and he paid for her lunch that day. Uh is very generous. So, yay for Kelly and she told me today that she totally spaced telling me this. She played four different lottery type games like a, you know, quick picks. She didn't use the numbers from the magic or the lucky numbers I've been drawing, but she did do like quick picks and She won a combined $48 off of four games. So she got one that was like $18 and a couple $3 ones and something else with another chunk of change. So yay, way to go, Kelly. And then the best for last, I am super jazzed about this. Someone from my Facebook group, her name is Evelyn. She is a total newbie to occult magic. She's kind of been reading a little bit. She hasn't been really practicing or putting it in motion. She tried one of her very first rituals ever. And she was, well, this is kind of unusual. I find this very unusual. She was panicked about a money issue. It was hanging over her head like a black cloud, and she was freaking out. She tried a money ritual. Not only did she raise the $1,995 to cover that bill, but she ended up with a few extra bucks in her pocket because of that working. And quite frankly, this is crazy because most people, especially when they're kind of in a panic state of mind doing magic for the first time for money. Usually they get weak results. They kind of have to ramp up to good results. Never hits them that hard on the first time with that kind of results. So right on Evelyn, good job. And she did use a ritual by the author Tristan Whitespire. So good job Tristan. Your your workings work. It's amazing. Here again I've been doing a little bit of money magic for the group a couple times a week. And if you are starting to see even the smallest little surprises show up, whether you're walking down the street and you find a penny on the ground, or you find a dollar laying somewhere, um, you have some sort of surprise something happen to you, I want to hear about it. Send me an email. Stick around after the show. I'll get you that email address. It's also in the show notes. So um, last but not least, our first experiment that I mentioned in the meet and greet episode, if you haven't listened to it, it's a good story. It's my friend Ellen. She got me kind of on the direction that I ended up now, but I've lost touch with her over the years. And she was the reason this podcast has the name Random Illusions. It's a great story. Go listen to it if you haven't done so already. But I wanted to put in motion the seven degrees of separation to help find her. So far, it's not gone anywhere. I haven't heard from anyone We're still small on the listener base, so hopefully we'll keep ramping up. And on those cities that have listened in, I have not seen Milwaukee on there, and I'm pretty sure she's back in the Milwaukee area. Just a gut feeling. Don't know that for sure. But anyway, let's keep putting out good energy that maybe we'll be able to find Ellen and get back in touch with her. I would love to talk to her again. So that's our first experiment that so far has not produced results, but I'm sure we'll get there eventually. So that's all the news I have for magical news. Let's get into a couple more comments and suggestions on that sigil magic. I hope everyone had a chance to consider purchasing Adam Blackthorne's book that I reviewed last week. I did another ritual from it. I've been really happy with that book. I love having it in my collection, and I do use it fairly often. So I hope everyone that's out there will absolutely consider adding that to your library. On the same topic of sigil magic, I'm going to call these little micro-reviews. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on these two book reviews, but I wanted to bring them up. Uh, The first one is called Practical Sigil Magic, and it's by Freighter U.D. And I will admit, I bought this about three or so years ago. I read part of it. My challenge to myself is to revisit this and go through it again. I'm not real crazy about it. It doesn't resonate with me, but I'm not trying to suggest it's not a good book. There's some good information in this book. If you have any interest at all in learning how to create your own sigils for your own magical practice, this is the book. He has a number of different ways to construct your own sigils. So I do suggest checking it out, and I will have the notes in the show notes, all the information on that. The second book I'm going to mention is called The Fundamental Book of Sigil Magic, and it is by K.P. Theodore. It also mentions the Erebus Society, which I'm not familiar with. I've had this book for a while. I have not used it, so here again, my challenge to myself is to check this out, maybe work with it a little bit. The author has a little bit in the beginning on how to make sigils. That section isn't very long. It's not super detailed, but he does have some information in there. The bulk of the book seems to be what I'm guessing are his own created sigils with what they do, what they're for. Um, Here again, I haven't worked with it much, so I don't know how effective they are. I'm going to try to make a point to use that. So again, I will have all the information in the show notes if anyone wants to check that out. So far, they're the other two books that I have found on creating sigils and that, but I'm not real happy with them. I think they feel kind of incomplete or not as much information as they could present. The first one I mentioned, uh, the Practical Sigil Magic, is actually got a ton of different ways to create your own. So I think there's a lot of value in that. But upon doing some more research online and doing some searches, I found a very interesting website. It is uh, the web. I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce this right. It's Sigil Athenaeum... Dot tumblr.com, and I know I butchered that word, it's S I G I L A T H E N A E U M dot tumblr.com. What's unique about this website the first two books I mentioned don't have a whole lot of information on how to charge your sigils once you've created them, and that's infusing them with your intent and your energy. The website, however, has a plethora of ideas and suggestions on different things you could do to infuse those sigils with energy. So I do suggest checking that out. I'm going to try to contact the author of that and see if I can put that information into a document of sorts and maybe post that on Facebook. So stay tuned. If I get that accomplished, I'll announce it next week with all that information. I'll see if I get a response. So I'm just going to leave the sigil magic right there. I hope everyone's been playing with it. I would like to hear from anyone that's had unique experiences or comments, or maybe if you have another book you want to suggest on that form of magic, I would love to hear about it. So stick around after the show and I'll have all the contact information, which is also in the show notes. Moving right along. Well, I've got these crystals sitting here hanging out with me. Shasta, why do you have crystals in the studio? Well. Like I said, my friend Jamie sent these to me. I bought a slightly used didgeridoo off of him. And why do I have a didgeridoo? Glad you asked. I'm not telling you. Um, I actually have a number of didgeridoos. And I bought several of them from my friend Jamie. I met him online. He's my didgeridoo brother from another mother. He lives somewhere out east. I think New Jersey, somewhere in the backwoods. I'm not sure. At any rate, I got this didgeridoo from him and it wouldn't play. I mean, it it just made the most god-awful noise. Turned out there was something shoved up inside of it. Lo and behold, it was a package, and I opened it up, and he had all these crystals. He sent me like five or six amazing crystals. It was really cool. So thanks, Jamie. And I will talk about the didgeridoo scenario at a later time. It's a story for another magical episode, and I promise I will include that because it does fall into my magical practice. Anyway, back to the crystals. I have been wanting to try a particular type of crystal magic and receiving these fantastic rocks, these fantastic crystals, sparked the idea that maybe I could do a group challenge or a follow along challenge and use these crystals. So the book I have selected, and I'm going to give everyone through the month of March to find a crystal of choice and get a copy of the book, and um, then we'll start it Maybe the first week of April-ish or something. And I'll do some reminders along the way. Anyway, the book is by Bal Kedmon. It is called Moldavite Magic. And the book is designed to use moldavite, which is a stone. It basically, if a meteorite comes and hits the earth, it creates this glass, crystalish type stone that's kind of greenish. It's really beautiful, but it's extraordinarily expensive. And it's very hard to find. So I did write to Ball, and he was kind enough to answer, yes, you can use pretty much any kind of crystal you want for this magic. Moldavite works the best. I will say from personal experience, I do know that Moldavite is a very, 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 very powerful stone. You can manifest pretty much anything with it. It's not always going to be easy or affordable for everyone to obtain. So if you have just a regular clear quartz, you can use that, rose quartz, I encourage you to give this a try. And I'm going to say that if you're a total newbie to magic, some of this may be a little off-putting. There are some spirits that are worked with in his book, but not every ritual. There's only five rituals in this book. One is for attracting money. One is for physical healing. There's one for attracting other people. So be careful with that one. That's some powerful magic, and he does put a warning in there on that one psychic abilities and hidden knowledge, and also a ritual for controlling spirits that also works for attracting people and working with animals. So very short book, very simple, very easy to read. I'm going to revisit it, read over it again, because I read it about two weeks ago, and I'm going to give it a good thorough reading again before I start on this. It also incorporates chanting mantras. I'm not someone that's ever engaged in that kind of magic, so I'm anxious to see how that works for me and how I feel about it. You're going to chant each mantra in the book, or the selected one, the selected ritual, 108 times in a setting, and do that about twice a week until you get the results you're after. The author does warn more than once in the book that it is extraordinarily powerful magic, so if you are a newbie and you're not comfortable with maybe calling on spirits that you're not familiar with, or chanting words that you're not familiar with, or that's kind of a oddball concept for you, you're not quite ready to go there yet, you can still follow along. And I'm going to have a variation of it for you that we're going to cover some very simple magic in the upcoming episodes, and you'll be all ready. So if you've already got a crystal, try using that. You don't have to go buy anything. If you uh, want to go grab a crystal, clear quartz crystals are probably the way to go. They're kind of an all-purpose crystal. They have really good energy to them. They're going to help you direct your energy. Another one I would suggest is uh, selenite, and that is another one for moving energies. It's extraordinarily good, especially if you're doing spirit work. Now, the book itself, again, it's Moldavite Magic. You can find this on Amazon. It's eleven ninety nine for the hard copy it's $5.99 for the Kindle version or the ebook copy. If you've got Kindle Unlimited, it is included in that. So you can just download that and read it at no cost. And it is also on Audible. So there's an audio version of this and that costs $3.95. I am unsure if you're on the Audible subscription, if it's included with that, I would imagine it is. You might want to give that a check out, see if you can find it that way. Hand in hand with that, if anyone out there is super into crystals, you're interested in this, this is another book I wanted to mention. I've had a copy of this for years and years and years. I actually lost a copy, had to buy a second copy. I'm just going to touch on this briefly um, since I'm on the topic of crystals and rocks and stones. It's called Love is in the Earth, a kaleidoscope of crystals and it is by, uh, the author's name is Melody, simply Melody. I had the pleasure of meeting her about 25 or so years ago. It's been quite a while. Really, really incredible, highly knowledgeable woman. And um, this book is over 700 pages long. It's got Every crystal, rock, mineral, anything you can ever come up with that is a part of the earth, and it has not only the physical characteristics, but also the metaphysical characteristics of what that stone or crystal does for you. It is surprisingly inexpensive. I think I bought my latest copy off of Amazon for less than $24, so I will have a link for that one also. You might be able to find some used copies on abebooks.com, so check that out. Awesome book. If you're into stones, if you're into crystals, it's a must-have. I actually purchased a copy of this for a friend of mine that does wire wrap jewelry making for a living. And he said it was just the most amazing thing for his business. He would always sit and make people's jewelry for him as they sat there and chatted with him, whatever. And it gave them something to read. And then they could read about the crystals or the type of rocks that their jewelry is being made out of. So that was really cool. Now, just a side note on the crystal work, I want to put out there, if there's any of you Wiccans, kitchen witches, pagans, anyone that does any kind of natural magic, I want you to hit me up on the email. Let me know if you're a gardener and you practice magic and you grow specific types of plants in your garden for magical purposes and what they do for you. I want to start getting into a springtime segment, and we're going to focus on some plants and how they affect your magical workings, and we're going to get into that too. Lots of magic in nature. There's things that are supposed to work with our psyches and our energies, and they will give your uh, magic a boost. No kidding. Some people don't believe it happens. I used to practice it a little bit. I never got into it very much, but it is beneficial, and I'm starting to lean that way a little bit again, and I'm collecting some materials for upcoming episodes to help keep everyone interested and on their toes. So what do we got now? We're kind of winding down. Let's do our tea tag drawing for the day. I, I had to get a new container because the other one was glass and I was afraid I was going to break it. So we'll pick one out. There's one. Ooh an attitude of gratitude brings opportunities. It is amazing how I'm drawing these. Um, That's magic in motion for you right there. Once you start practicing, you'll have all these little synchronicities happening. And what have I been talking about last week? When you have gratitude, no matter how small your magical results, if you see anything, sense anything, give gratitude for that result. Even if it's not the result you are wanting, still show gratitude and acknowledgement for that. It will help the momentum come and it's going to help you get more results. And then your your magic's just going to snowball and get bigger and better and easier and better results. What do we got for our Chinese fortune cookie slip? Here we go. Ho <laughs> oh, ho! Okay, all that we are arises with our thoughts. What do I keep telling you? Your mind is a very, very powerful tool. Your imagination, your thoughts, very powerful, magical tools. Don't forget that. And for your lucky numbers for the week, for anyone that wants to play them in the lottery, are you ready? 29, 12, 24, 37, 23, and 16. So be sure if you are getting any kind of magical results from your Money Magic or you're playing any kind of gamey things that you're picking up at a gas station, the lottery, scratch tickets, especially if you're using these numbers, I want to hear if you're getting results. Oh, shout-outs! I guess it's getting that time. So uh, who do we got shout-outs for today? I've got a whole list. Let's get started. First and foremost, I heard from Rebecca in Denver, Her and her friend, Jen. Hi, Jen. It's been a long time since I've seen Jen. They are getting together and doing Magic Mondays and listening to the podcast right on. We got some support in Denver. Uh, My business partner, Kelly, shout out to you. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for the feedback and the support. And congratulations on your money magic results from your lottery tickets. Uh, Shout out to my brother from another mother, Jamie, for sparking the idea for my upcoming Crystal Magic Experiment, Jamie, I want you on the show. I've told you that. I know you don't like your voice, but I think that you have some really cool material that you could contribute. And I do think people would love to hear from you. This guy does energy work. I might have to twist his arm a little bit. Real big shout-out to Evelyn. Good job on getting her done with that money magic. Congratulations. I'm really happy for you. I'm really stoked. Big shout-out to Tristan Whitespire for creating that money magic method for Evelyn to get her done. You rock. Of course, who can forget a huge shout-out to Nitika for all you do. Much gratitude is given to you. Thank you so much. Last but not least, a big shout out to all of my listeners around the globe. Without you, I wouldn't be jazzed every week to be here. I wouldn't be so stoked about talking into a microphone. And I hope you're following along and generating some of your own magic, learning a couple of things, coming up with some suggestions or ideas that I'm going to hear from you. Don't forget to stick around after the show for a few extra tidbits of information about the show. And I guess that's it for this week. Keep a smile on your face, keep a bounce in your step, keep practicing that magic, and let's get her done. I'll catch you next week. Woohoo! Hey, thanks for sticking around after the show oh my gosh, so many changes and so many things to tell all of you about. We are officially in rerun mode. What does that mean for you? Well, hey, if you listen on your favorite podcast app, nothing is going to change. You will always be able to go back and listen to your favorite episodes and guest spots anytime you want, just as you always have. Again, nothing will change for those of you that use your favorite podcast app. Next, the website will change a little bit. It will change to www.podpage.com slash random illusions or you can listen directly off the host site www.randomillusions.buzzsprout.com Links are now in every episode show notes. Check it out. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook facebook.com slash gostradio Twitter.com slash G-O-S-T Radio. If you love YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to the Random Illusions Podcast YouTube channel, the G-O-S-T Radio YouTube channel, and TikTok. Don't forget to follow us there. Links are down in the show notes. Exclusively for the listener base of Random Illusions, Tim and I are going to continue our coffee.com divinations, Just let us know if you want a rune reading by Tim or a tarot reading by Shasta and what your question is. Give us about two business days and we will respond with a thorough answer to your question, giving you some insight and maybe a little inspiration as well. If you would like to follow Tim and I as we jump into our new leadership roles and all of the new projects we are presenting and working on, don't forget to hit us up, Facebook, Privately, Tim Cheesebrow, Shasta Michaels, Random Illusions, or just shoot us an email at magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, at randomillusions.com, and we will send you links as to where you can keep tabs on all of our future endeavors and adventures, and hey, you may want to get involved yourself, you never know. All right, keep your eyes and ears peeled, we will be announcing when we will be back.